Hi, this is Ivanya Easley, founder and CEO of Style by Love E and Love E Fashion. This is the Closet Chronicles. This is all about sharing our fashion journeys with other fashion professionals. And today we have a very special guest, Viscotti of the Ivory Showroom, a professional wardrobe, costume, stylist, designer, creative director, all of the things. And she's going to share her story, how she got started, what she has going on now, and she has so many gems to drop. I met her years ago when I first got into the business, and I got to intern with her on a photo shoot, and we've just stayed in touch through social media all these years, and I'm so excited to have her here. Um, she's one of the most respected stylists in the business, so welcome. Thank you so much for taking time to chat with me because I know you're crazy busy. What Thank you got you. going on? <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This is um, this is a great opportunity. I don't get to do this much. I'm always <laughs> ripping and running. So yes. So that's why I appreciate time out. time. Yes. Yes. Just take time out and just have conversations. Very interesting. Yes. Very refreshing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Look, so what do you have going on right now? What you about to head to do? No, <laughs> right now, right now, yes. Finishing up costumes for TLC. I go on tour with hitting the road again, and um, yeah, they they've been in the business for years. You business, they've been just like thirty out here. Yes. You know, and you know, the art is being relevant is also an art. You know. And they still, yes. you know, yes. sell out tours and concerts. And so they're doing a tour right. and then they do a world tour. So finishing up the final touches of their costume. This podcast that we're going to awesome. podcast and, you know, <laughs> all of the things. Well, give us your, your story of how you got started in the business. And then we'll get into all the things that spun off from what you've done. Oh, wow. How I got started. So as far back as I can remember, I always probably did fashion. You know, I was probably the weird yeah. kid in my household that just liked fashion and told everyone what yeah. to wear to church or whatever, you know. And, <laughs> uh -huh. um, you know, played in my mother's fishnets at six years. <laughs> What's wrong with this kid, you know. But yeah. so I always did it unconsciously, but I always had yeah. it and always probably did it. But my my professional start um, started actually here in Atlanta, um, and I was here right outside of college. I came here mm -hmm. a little lost, trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. And actually, it was a spark, one of my sparks, amongst many. It was a spark. I was on a video set, a TI video set, actually. And, okay. And um, just as a guest, just mm -hmm. someone today, going to come to this video video shoot let's see and i saw these dancers like going into this room like all these girls coming mm -hmm. out of this one particular room and i was like the guy that invited me there i was like what where are they going it's like oh that's the stylist is set up and i was like oh what the wardrobe stylist they set up there i was like what is that oh the person that's dressing them and i got so fixated on what yeah. that was like because they, they were changing outfits. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Can I go back there? It was like, nah, nah, nah. That's for, you know, I was like, wow. <laughs> so for the rest of the video, I just sat there and watched and saw, you know, and matched what it did in the scene. And I was like, yeah, that. And I was like, how do I from Silas? And the person was like, <laughs> man, you can't be that. You don't know what it takes. And that, and that. I was like, I think I can. 
yeah. I, this is what I've been looking for all my life. Yeah. All my life, I've been looking for this thing right here. I could do uh, fast forward. Did you go I'm, and talk to that wardrobe that was that day? Or no, no, I didn't because it was like, you can't go back there. And it's like, you know, they have, and I was just like, oh, wow. But from then, I, I, I mean, I went to the school of hard knocks starting yeah. that day after. Like, I was yeah. in the library. I was in Barnes and Noble. I was, I just did all the research, the research. that was available yeah. to me about A, what a wardrobe size was, B, how to secure clients, just yeah. everything. And I, because I didn't know about it, and I went to college, but not for that. It was like, yeah. oh, wow, let me just, how do I become the, like, I was, yeah. and I remember just, and just now, like, who's a wardrobe stylist, and just finding a couple of wardrobe stylists that were in the scene. That I was like, okay, let, maybe I can intern for, for them. And yeah. at the time, I think I asked two or three of them. They were like, no, nah, I don't need any interns right now. I was like, oh, shucks. Okay, that, I won't be getting in that way. Uh, yeah. And it was just, <laughs> you know, it, it was my path was interesting because I didn't get that turn and see. I just had to yeah. literally do it myself. Like, it was such, yeah. I had to get it from the ground up, from the mud level. Yeah. And yeah. it, you know, it was, it's just been up and going, it's still, still building this house. But it, yeah, it started at that moment The the, that seed was planted in me. Yes. I was, now uh, I love fine. that. I love it. So after you did the research and nobody would give you an opportunity to intern, how did you get your first like client or first big break to even be like, okay, I'm doing, you know, this, doing it for real. Yeah. And you know, what's funny. Um, at the time, I used to go out every night. I was like the socialite. Yeah. Uh, you know, we yeah. social. Perfect, actually. Uh, in the nightlife. <laughs> and, um, was, yeah, because hey, we was in uh, our 20s. We was young and could do all that. <laughs> I was like, so I went out weekly, <laughs> multiple times yes. a week. And so, in where that was my catwalk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was my run. Yeah. Get dressed. You know, you wouldn't just roll over out the bed and go out. You would, I, you know, want to put on something interesting or put something together. Yeah. And I'll go out with my friends and I'll tell them what to wear. And I'll dress them like, you know what you should wear? You should wear this. You should wear that. And they'll be mm -hmm. like, okay. And they'll be like, all right, we're going out. What am I wearing? And I'll go like, okay, we're going to put this on and that on. We're going this. And that was my start. In yeah. Seeing what people. Like I would dress my friends, and we yeah. would go culture, so which was a big yeah. thing in Atlanta. Like, okay, yeah, the place to be in the world. Some of those yeah. night clubs are like world right now. Yeah, if you were into clubbing, right? And yeah, so yeah. Vision One Twelve, like, all the spots. Those like like people talk about those. Go yeah. to these places. I would have this group of friends that I would dress up, and then mm -hmm. I then. Would would look at them and yeah. we would leave the you know young hands like as we leave people be like damn you look good amazing yeah. and I would just watch I would sit back would enter and I would see how women would how men would look you guys yeah. would just be like hey you know and, and then my friends would then come back like okay what am I wearing today yeah, obviously they'll love the attention, and so I was like, I can do this. Like, 
people were like, yeah. and, and we, it was the turning in the bathroom. Like, you know, you go pound, you know. Yes. With the power, and we in line, it's a line, it's a nightclub. The girl is like, I've been seeing you. Well, one of the girls I was dressing with was like, you be dressed. You know what I mean? Like, you, I, every time I yeah. go out, it's like, these are the same people. The same people go out all the time. It's, yes. it's the same. People party. And it was like, and you dress so good every time. I just love your style. And that was like, ding, ding, ding. Light bulb went off in my head. Yeah. Like, I could do this. I can do this because I'm practicing with these people and these people yes. are, you know, I present my work every night to hundreds yeah. of people and it works. And so now the challenge was I need to find clients. I need yeah. to find clients. And at this point, the style I'm, the style it needs to be a celebrity client. And yeah. so it's like, how do I get a celebrity client? And then that was another, you know, that was another uphill battle. But, yeah. you know, my first celebrity client, I will say, I, and I, I was doing a lot of test shoots. I met a photographer. And so we yeah. started shooting. And then I was like, you know what? Enough about shooting models. It's, it's just ready for the big leagues. I'm ready for yeah. the client. I've done my case study, which was in the nightlife. Yes. That was my personal yes. little case study. And yes. I'm ready to just go big. And, and I, I've done my knowledge. Now. I've done, I've went to school yeah. of hard knocks, but I've went to that school. And yeah. um, here, let's go. Like, I have this God-given talent. And yeah. I, it just has to come out of me. I can't work yeah. anywhere. This is just what I need to do. And so my first client, who I also met coming out of the, um, not coming out of it, but I met a guy yeah. who liked how I dress. I think I like yeah. to, me and my friends had the amazing furs on, and yeah. uh, he was like, "Oh my goodness, my client um, just bought some furs in Detroit." And then I was like, "Oh, I sell furs because at the time I was working for a fur company." Yeah, and he was like, "I could bring you to his house to show him the furs." I was like, "Yeah, bet, let's go." And yeah. when I got to his house, it actually happened to be uh, Keith Sweat. Who was like uh -huh. Yes. And um, um it was at the time there used to be a show called 106 and Park. And um yeah. he was like, Man, you got how do you get all the stuff? You got these amazing jackets and yeah, and um I'm gonna hook you up with all my friends because I really like your energy. You're such a little hustler, yeah. right? And I was like, Oh yeah, great. And he, he called like everyone I ever wanted to work with that was local that I couldn't reach. He called them on the spot. It was like, I got to just that skip was the line. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, hey, let me call, um, oh, let me call my friend Big Boy. Let me call my friend Andre 3000. Let me call Too Short. Let yeah. me call Akon. Let me call, like he called all these people that yeah. he was recording with at the time. And whoever answered the phone, hey, I got this girl you got to meet her. Hold on. He'll pass the phone, and I'm like, "Hey, my name is Connie. Wait, hold on. Now, let me call this person. Hey, big boy, was this girl? Built you a client list in like one night, right? And I was like, oh. anyway, one of those calls was Akon, and with him, he hit it off. He was like, "You African? I'm African. Yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. He was like, "Yeah, meet me at the studio. Whatever. I was like, "Hey, what's your number? Got the number, and I actually followed up. And I'm in my yeah. Who's your size? You know, I went to show him these coats, but yes. um, it was like I don't even really like or wear fur, but I was like, oh, that's cool. I got a lot of lessons and other things, but I 
And then I was like, who's your stylist? I don't have a stylist. And then I was like, I'm an actress. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Next oh, you're breaking up just a little bit. Can you hear me? I Okay, you was breaking up a little bit. So, yeah, you were at the studio. He said he didn't have a Hello? stylist. That's what you were saying. Can you hear me? Hello? Viscani? Can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? I'm at my house. I hear, I hear you. Oh, okay. Just, I can hear you. I can hear you. Right. So, yeah, I don't know where we left off at. But, um, no, you were saying that you were at the studio. He said he didn't have a stylist. Right, yeah. He was like, I don't have a stylist. And I was like, oh, wow. I I can style you. And he was yeah. like, well, I have an award show next week. I'm the opening act and also I have to do the red carpet. And I was like, say no more. He was like, yeah, I'm going to give you my manager's number so we can figure out all the logistics and everything. And, um, you know, I was like, bet. Yeah, let's do it. And it was almost like, so the manager called me like, so how much do you charge? <laughs> what and, did you say? And I was like, <laughs> well, how much do you have? <laughs> you know, but I was like, so because it was my first job. Yeah, and I was just so happy to actually do it. Be working, yeah. That it was like, well, how much do you have? And he was like, I mean, it's not much of a budget, but we have, I forget what it was back then. Yeah. And I was like, um, and he was. Um, you were working with Akon. You asked them how much they said they didn't have a big budget because you were like, I don't even know what to charge. Right, pretty much. I didn't have the rates. I, and again, this was. No, there was no class for a wardrobe stylist. So exactly I back then, the yeah. best school in the world, and there was no categories that said wardrobe styling. Yeah, exactly. it wasn't something you went to school for. Yeah, taught you it was it just and and even up to today, I don't think there is a school that teaches you that. Not a school, no. It's just people no. that offer classes, and it's a enough right. people out here doing it now that you have a general idea of what you can charge. Yes, you have experience. Yeah. Exactly, but it wasn't this book, yeah. You know, yeah. and it was like I needed to have this book, this this book that took you from the intermediate level to yes, little, you know, you know, all the way to expert level, yeah, right? yeah, whatever expert level would be, and it just wasn't there. Yeah. You had to figure it out the hard yeah. way, and you yeah. still have to, yeah, you know. And it would take someone like maybe even me to come out with a book to say you start here, but if you by chance end up here the rates end up like this or yeah. you end up doing things like this or like that. So it's so many. Well, you can go ahead and writes. write the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, go write the book. There we go. People, we starting the book today. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it was never this place to tell you all the terminology. Yeah. Um, you know, of what it is. And I just had to learn on the way. I just had to be like, oh, wow, okay. Like, okay, your your call time is this. And I'm like, yeah. okay, your call time, I know what that is. Okay, what's your this and that? Yeah. I mean, there was so many terms that see that are so natural to me now. Yeah. But I had to learn on the way. Like, yeah. what's your shopping rate, day rate? What's a day yes. rate? I don't know what a day rate. It was yeah. like it was so many things. The, photo shoots versus music video versus right. personal shopping. Right. It was yeah. so <laughs> many doors that just kept opening and opening. And I'm like, oh, I love this it. door. Then there's that door. Then there's this door. It's like I. it was just an abyss of fashion. Yeah. I entered this world 
that I was like, wow, I belong here. This yeah. is where I belong. I don't belong at a call center. I don't yeah. belong in a hospital. I don't belong anywhere but right here yeah. for me. For so you me. figured it out along? Well, along the way, I figured it out and still figuring it out because yeah. you're always learning. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> It yes. never stops yes. is what you Agreed. realize. It's like, it, it's not just, so oh, I figured it out 10, 20 years ago. You just keep, it just yeah. keeps going and new things yes. just keep coming. And you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, the fundamental basics stay the same, yeah. but it, it's, it's always a new day. So I love it. Now, day. how did you get into opening the Ivy showroom? Because, you know, Atlanta is not known for showrooms like LA or New York and all of that. So you right, were so styling celebrities showroom. and doing all of the things. And then now you have the showroom and you have more than one location. How did that come about? So the Ivy showroom was um, something also I birthed, in, you know, while styling and carrying on. Mm -hmm. I realized, obviously, I always used to pull clothes from showrooms. Yeah. Because, you know, so once I started with Akon, the list just added up, like, quicker than you could think of. So I started with one guy and ended up with, like, 70 people in no time. In no time, meaning a three, four-year span. It's like, yeah. well, we're rolling. I'm touching, I'm touching bodies and top yeah. bodies, you know. And so... With doing that, my my acquaintances with showroom was on a weekly basis, shipping yeah. boxes, shipping, yeah. shipping, shipping. I never changed my base, so I stuck in Atlanta. I never moved from Atlanta. And I just, you know, was FedEx shipping, FedEx, 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 yeah. you know, from showrooms, showrooms, showrooms. And, you know, sometimes, depending on the client, I would actually fly out to a showroom and see what they have, depending yeah. on how big the project was. And so some showrooms, I was there a lot. Some not so much, but this one particular showroom I went to one time, I was doing a very big project and I went in and I saw the perfect dress as soon as I walked in on the mannequin, like, whoa, that's it. That's yeah. the dress right there. And I was like, that's it. That is it. That'll make this carpet amazing. And I walked in, I was like, okay, that's the dress. Um, I want that. And yeah. they were like, actually, no, that's on hold for another artist. I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, yes, yeah, for such and such artist. And I was like, oh, wow. that's the." They were like, you can look over there and look in the back, but no, not these two dresses. I was like, this is it. So I'm looking. I'm like, man, that my job would have been 100% easier if I could just take that dress. That is yeah. fresh off the runway. That's what I want. So while I'm going through and peddling through the racks and another stylist walks in, and she, I believe she was from like Vogue magazine, and she's like, oh, my goodness, this dress is amazing. Oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Get it down right now. They were like, yeah, we just got it in. And they started taking it down. She was like, this is what we need. Take it down. Take it down. And I was like, what? You said it was on hold for, you know, in yeah. the back of my mind. And I just didn't like that. I was like, yeah. what? And they took it down. And, you know, she was in and out of there. Yeah. While I'm still looking. She left me there. Came after yeah. me, left me there. And, you know. She yeah. took the dress and I was just like, and I, I know when I was checking out, I was like, well, that dress you said, they were like, you know, what are you, are you checking out or not? Like, it's not your showroom. So what do you want? You know, pretty so much. the politics of the fashion game. Yeah. yeah, it was just that tone. And I literally, you know, I paid my money because it was a rental showroom. Yeah. I paid my money and I walked out and I was just... I didn't feel good. It's something yeah. like I was trying to see. I was handling a cab down and I was like, oh, 
I, I have the dress that I didn't want in my hand, but it'll do. And I felt horrible. It made me feel really bad. And I said, one day I'm just going to open a showroom. Yeah. And I don't want people to feel like this, though. Like, yeah. you know, the rules will be clear and it will be what it is. And yeah. it won't say, hey, you're not big enough. Yeah. Or, this is on hold for God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And so, of course, it was just a thought. And I was like, but how do I, this, this was like a big showroom that yeah. tons of gowns and tons of yeah. shoes, just so much stuff that I was like, where do I even start? I don't yeah. have a fraction of the stuff they had. Yeah. And, um, one day I just started, I said, you know what? I mean, it took me like maybe two or three years and I was yeah. still styling and I said, go for it. Just, this is going to be your retirement. You yeah. will start this place. And it'll be a showroom. Yeah. And you will find all these things. But it's like, I was like, I don't have this $5 million to do yeah. it, you know, to, to look that way. And I remember, I think my mother was just like, well, you just have to start. Yeah. Start and, where you're at. Yeah. You just have to start. And I was like, no, but you don't know. Showrooms look like this and like that. And they don't, you know, they, yeah. they, you can't start with just a little bit. And she's like, you just have to start. And so that was the struggle of starting. And I started with not much. Yeah. Started with what I had. And yeah, we started. That was the beginning of the Ivy showroom. And I was like, I'm going to retire. I'm opening up a showroom and I'm going to retire and I don't have to style anymore. And stylists are going to come or people are going to come, yeah. you know, find clothes that they need for their special events. And, and I'll just meet them at the register or something. Yeah. And that was a joke. That never worked <laughs> that way. I've styled more people in my so-called retirement than when I actually was the wardrobe stylist. Because yeah. you just style people every hour, every minute. Yeah. All day long. Because now and, you have the showroom with all the merchandise right there. Right. And it's <laughs> like, well, I'm here to get styled. I'm here to feel the magic. Styling. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's what we do. Yeah. And so, of course, I got with other stylists and just made a team and here we have it, the Ivy Show. And now you got the new location and the furs. Yeah, well, the, for that was actually a pop-up. So the okay. vault, we, we started a fur, we sell furs now. Yeah. And it's called the vault. And we pop up every fur season. Okay. So first season for us is November all the way through about February. Yes. And so we did have the new location, which was at the Atlantic Station. Yes. Um, we bring it down in March and we'll be back. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, first season. When it gets cold. And we'll, yes. Yeah, when it gets cold. Then we'll move it around and we'll come to different cities and stuff like that. But yeah, we have the vault. So yeah, and we do have the new location even at the showroom that lives forever. Um, that's not a pop-up. So yeah. we have the vault in the Ivy showroom. Yeah. And then we pop up everywhere. So we de we have it at Atlantic Station. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, just meeting the people in that area or whatever and shoppers yeah. and then we're gonna pop up again I remember when I came season. by you were unboxing furs because you actually happened to be at the showroom one yeah. day I came by and you were about there back there unboxing furs and they were beautiful and you were telling me about the pop-up yeah. oh that's amazing so is there anybody left that you want to style that you haven't styled I, just I because your everything. resume is so extensive, <laughs> I know. But I just, I, I just style whoever, whatever God sends my way. I style anybody. 
you know, and, and people, I just get moved by all people from all walks of life. I don't know that it's just somebody, this one particular person, but, um, you know, bring them all. Of course. Yeah. I I would love to touch. I want to touch them all, you know, it's just not because even when we do that one person and you're like, all right, got them. They on the phone now. And I'm like, okay, well, there's one more and there's one more and there's one more. It just doesn't stop. It just really doesn't stop. I love that. Now, what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into the business, whether they want to do celebrity styling or they just love fashion and want to be able to do it where they can just, you know, touch people's lives and dress whoever? I think just uh, start where you're at. Yeah. Practice is the best. Practice is the best. Um, It's the best. Yes. You know, like it's the best teacher. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, experience is the best teacher. Yes. Um, and, and I, I get a lot of students that's like, hey, I went to school for so many years and I did this. I learned everything. I know fabric. I know textile. Yeah. I, I know everything, um, you know, from being in school, but I don't yeah. have experience. I don't yeah. have this. And it's like, well, that's your best teacher because yeah. you could learn everything, but if you've never styled a body, yeah. Different shapes bodies come in. Yes. Different sizes. Yes. If I could put you in a room, there's nothing like the Ivy showroom, nothing no way in the world where you get thrown in a room as a stylist. Yeah. Different people walk in every 30 minutes. Yeah. With different body types. Big, yeah. little, short, tall, all the things. Thick, or everything, every body type you could think of. And make them all feel satisfied. Yeah. In what you chose to dress them in. It's there's no experience like that. Yeah, it's not even a, it's not a retail experience where you yeah. know, if you want something you'll grab their size in the back. Does it fit you? Yeah, okay, great. Bring it up, go. You know, the, it's everything's yeah. displayed. You pick it up. That's the mall experience. Yeah, this is different. So you have to just practice. Get yeah. out there. You know, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, totally right. agree. Yeah. What business it. advice would you give? Just because you know this is a creative industry. There's a lot of starving artists. And if you can't figure out how to monetize it, you might not ever be able to do it full time. So what would you say from the business aspect of this creative business advice you would give? I think um, creatives, it takes a while as uh, creatives. Sometimes it takes a while for you to find your step in making making money and being creative. So in finding your creative juice, and then really like getting the juice out of it. You get what I mean? You're finding yeah. your creative lemon and getting the lemonade, if so, yeah. so to speak. And so it's important when you find it, even if someone gives you $10 or $50, yeah. that's it. You could do it. That means you can yeah. make a million dollars behind yeah. it. If somebody actually paid you for this. Yep. Yeah. That's all. Like I don't care if you make, hey, I make crochet earmuffs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Does anyone ever bought this? And you're like, actually, I sold like 30 of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, keep going. Like yeah. there's a, yeah. there's a people that will understand yeah. your crochet earmuffs. Because yeah. you sold 30, that means you could sell 30,000. That means you yeah. sell 300,000. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. So you just have to find your tribe. Yeah. Now, it yeah. may not be for everyone. Like yeah. we have the Ivy Shoreham. It's not for everyone. Yeah. It's for people. It's for a particular person. Yeah. You know, that needs styling, that understands budget, that yes. understands it's going to cost, understands it's kind of expensive for the average person. Yeah. But it is for somebody. Yeah. So. Agree. Um, Finding your yeah. name. Find your people. Find your yeah. tribe. 
yes. and you can have 500,000 of those people. It's, it's 7 billion people in the world. Like that part. I mean, you, you won't sell it all 7 billion, yeah. but you find your people. Exactly. No, I love that. And I know you're busy, so we're going to wrap it up. Any final words and thoughts you'd like to share? Thank you again for taking the time. I just enjoyed hearing your story and how you evolved and just watching you grow and just really blow up. Um, it's just, I'm just so glad I got to work with you that one time as well as um, being able to come into the Ivy Share room and shop for my own clients. So. Yes, no, thank you. Keep coming. We'll start with, we'll, we'll keep the doors open for people like yourself and others and whoever has a wardrobe need. Yes. We will got you covered at the Ivy showroom. But no, thank you for having me. This was fun. I do have to run back to the base. But yes. No, Look, be safe on tour. Tell TLC we said hey. You know? All right. We'll chat okay. again soon. I hope I'll run into you at the showroom one day. Yes, yes. You'll find me there. Thank All right. you. You have Take a good care. one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.